Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The loud frequency coming from your radio is not a mistake. Do not turn off your radio, but instead turn up your radio as loud as it can go. Do this so we can broadcast this frequency as loud as possible. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome, you beautiful people, to another episode of Game Stuff. You know, where we talk about games and stuff, but usually game stuff. With me today, I have Joe. How's it going, Joe? Hey, what's up, guys? And then with us today, I mean, you guys know me, the grounded gamer, the great Canadian himself. Um, I forgot to introduce myself, but that's okay. That's because I'm hosting this, and I just, you know, I'm always so used to making everybody else bigger than me because I live in Canada, so that's okay. Um, and joining us today from Dual Screens, we have Andy. How's it going, Andy? Oh, how's it going, gentlemen? It's going great, man. Good to have you back on the show. It's great to be back on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I mean, maybe we should just make you a permanent like third chair. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to that. So it was a good Open time being policy. on this show. I Open mean, door policy, sir. Open door policy. Mm. There we go. Open door policy. Yeah. I mean, with with everything we're doing now, I mean, why not just have seven people on the show? I we can manage sure, it. Sure. Yeah. You. Of course, we got this. We'll get Patrick, Patrick Hickey Jr., which if you guys didn't listen to last week's episode, I mean, we had him talk about his new book and man, it was amazing. So you guys need to go listen to that and go pop over and uh, buy his new book that just came out. I know it's sold out. So obviously, you know, it's good. Uh, so like hit him up and uh, like he's a very nice man. And he'll personalize the crap out of your book as well. If you order it from him, not from Amazon, like some people and not audible, like some people. <laughs> Oops. And sometimes he'll put baseball cards in your book, just saying. He puts random yeah. stuff in the books also when you get it through him directly. That's awesome. <laughs> it's, it, so just to let you guys know, um, we're going to dedicate this episode to uh, Chaswick Bozeman. Um, it, it, you know, we're just dedicating it to him. Uh, the topic today is uh, superhero video games. Um, just a little bit of thing. I mean, it really takes great strength to do what he did with everything that was going on in his life. And I mean, really, he is the true definition of a superhero. Wow, that was so poetic. That was great, man. Did for you just think of getting, that? For someone that's not good at English, I mean, that was well, that was well put together. It, it sounded like, Robert, I mean, like Roberto wrote that shit. I don't, I I mean, don't speak too well or good, rather, so... <laughs> Did you go to the Derek Zoolander school for kids who don't? No, need I just—it's actually one of the things I wrote down. So, like, that's 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 oh, where you know, Gramley's a great thing. Hey, Gramley, if you want to sponsor, I'm like I'm your man. Um, I don't know English, and I use you all the time. So, you know, shameless plug. But you know what, guys? Like, Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever, indeed. Um, I just want to say a few words, man. Um, I think Chadwick Boseman is was an amazing actor, not just as Black Panther, but also as Jackie Robinson in 42, which is probably the first major thing that he was in. And he just blew me away with his performance there. And when I found out he was going to be cast as Black Panther, I was really excited, um, especially, you know, for that community to have like a, a really strong um, person portraying Black Panther. Um, I'm really interested to see what Marvel does with the Black Panther franchise. But uh, again, this episode goes out to him and, you know, his family and, you know, the community. So, again, Wakanda forever, guys. Wakanda forever. 
And that gets us in to what we've been playing. Now, I'm going to let Joe go first because me and Andy, ooh, man, we've been playing a little game called Marvel Avengers, and we're going to go into a little bit deep into that. So I'm going to let Joe go first. Okay, Joe, what you've been playing? So uh, I would say the biggest chunk of my week has been spent playing Marvel, um, not Marvel Avengers, uh, but it's been spent playing Final Fantasy VII Remake on the PlayStation 4. Um. What can I say? It's nice to be back. <laughs> I took a long hiatus. I mean, about the game when it came out in April and I played, I think I got up to chapter seven or nine and I just stopped because I was like, oh, man, I heard this chapter is like really arduous. and There's a lot of crap to do. And I, I just was kind of like, uh. And I don't know why I was like, eh, because I beat Final Fantasy seven the first time I ever played it in like a few weeks because I just played it nonstop. Like every night, like I would sit. Well, I and- think. I, hold on Sorry, I would sit, be, it's okay. okay i would sit in like my room with my noisy ass playstation one that did the ee, 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 every time it loaded and i would sit there and put like a blanket over it so that i can muffle the sound from the ee, 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 so my mom wouldn't hear it when i'm supposed to be sleeping <laughs> and i play with the sound off and i remember beating the uh i remember beating like the second like right before you get to the um the golden saucer where you where you fight in the temple and you beat the uh like the pyramid monster like I remember yeah. beating that with no sound because I and I and like I, when I beat it, I was like fuck yeah, and I like screamed it, but like I had to like muffle my like I was like yeah, like really like ecstatic, but like not loud. <laughs> I hear you. Because <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to wake my mom up, but uh, yeah, I remember sleepless uh, nights playing Final Fantasy VII till like wee hours of the night back in high school. Um, I remember how much that game meant to me and how it drove me down a path of like playing nothing but RPGs for like the next five years of my life because I just wanted to consume them at like an endless pace. And it kind of it kind of shaped the kind of gamer I am today. I still love RPGs to this day. I don't think they're as well thought out as they used to be. But I think that, you know, this Final Fantasy VII remake is a real uh, love letter to RPGs and especially to this game. And I love that they took the time to flush out the world of Final Fantasy VII in a much grander scale than they were able to do when they made the original game. Would you guys agree with that? Well, yeah. The the one cool thing, and I, I know I don't want to spoil anything, so I know Andy will agree with me on this. Is I, I will one hundred percent agree with you. I mean, I I beat Final Fantasy VII super quick because I had to. Um, it was one of those things where we got it. Both me and the wife were super excited to play it. So um, if you guys have listened to earlier episodes of Game Stuff, uh, you'll hear about how I was staying up at night. I would get up at 8 o'clock at night. She would go to bed at 8 o'clock. I would get up, play it until she got up in the morning, and then she would play it, and then I would go back to sleep and then wake back up again. So like, it was pretty much me just beating it so that we didn't have to see each other beat it. But I will admit that at a certain point in the game, especially around there, it seems like a lot of people have issues with continuing forward. And I think part of the reason why that is, is like you said before, Joe, like we all played that game a lot when we were younger. I mean, for me, I was grounded, so I didn't. Um, I played it later on in my life, but I remember a lot of people talking about it. And the one thing, and I know Andy will 100% agree, is that I think people think that up to that point, the story is the same thing. And maybe it's people will think it's going to be the same thing. So it's like, I've already played this game like a bazillion times. Um, the story's not going to change. It's just a remaking, a retelling of the, the story again. Um, 
you know, they did change things. Um, and later on, I, I hey, Andy, you, you can't wait for part two, eh? I mean, listen, my my big thing was like, I wasn't sure. I, I couldn't trust my own memory at times when I was playing this game. Because I was like, did I, was this character in the first go around? And that this this happened this particular way? But uh, I am all about this game's follow-up, given how it ends. And again, no spoilers here, but I I am going to applaud Square for... Because it takes a lot to take a game that's such a monument and an icon in gaming history to take it. That's what is a perfect video game. You know, bad translation and all. With all of its little, you know, bumps and scraps, it's a, it's a beautiful, perfect game with a great soundtrack, great character, great great villain, most importantly. And they pulled it off in a way that you don't quite quite expect, and it 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 surprises you in ways you can't even begin to imagine. Oh. I mean, I, th- I think I think two of the the big take homes for me so far in my playthrough were how much it flushes out like Avalanche as a team. Mm-hmm. And not just as three characters anymore. Right. Like they really breathe life into like Jesse and Wedge and Big. And they make you want to hear more of their story. Like every time I had sequences with them, it wasn't like, oh man, I have to play at them. Because remember when like you had to do those dream sequences with them in Final Fantasy VIII? And you were like, oh my God, please make it stop. <laughs> like it <laughs> also- wasn't like. It- <laughs> Also, Joe, I do I do want to add one thing. It's like I think you and I had a sort of a mirror image childhood because when I first got Final Fantasy VII and I also want to say Resident Evil 2, those games informed all of my future purchases. Like I just wanted to play survival horror, anything with tank controls and guns and enemies I can shoot at and puzzles. And if it involved a turn-based combat system, Yep, that I was want, I, I wanted to play it. I had, I had, I had to, yeah, I had every single RPG on the PlayStation yeah. One at one point, and on the PlayStation Two, I had every single one. I had them all, and I stupidly I, traded them away over time. But yeah, I, I, I definitely hear you, Andy. Like that's why I feel like we have such an affinity for Parasite Eve because mm-hmm, it yeah. mixes both the genres together so beautifully, and mm-hmm. it's a masterpiece like of storytelling. Cinematic RPG. I know. No, like I said, so so the whole reason, just to give you guys a little backstory, uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. When I became ungrounded, right, and the first, I went out, you played, right. I bought myself a. I, my buddy was getting rid of his PlayStation One, and it came with Grand Theft Auto Two, and Final Fantasy VII, and, and that is what I played. Is just Final Fantasy VII. I really didn't even play Grand Theft Auto Two. And it was funny to give you guys a, a timeline of how this all worked. When I went to my friend's house and said, oh, man, I just got a PlayStation and I got Grand Theft Auto. I like you got to remember, I was grounded, so I didn't really look into too many things. I knew a bit, but not a lot. And so I brought over my PS1 and I popped in Grand Theft Auto 2. They're like, this is not Grand Theft Auto. Like, yeah, it is. They're like, no, no, like it's supposed to be like walking around a city in 3D and like looking down into the scope of your gun. And I'm like, no, that's Grand Theft Auto 3. <laughs> like three and Vice City had come out at the time that I was sitting there ungrounded. Oh, I feel so playing sorry Final you, Fantasy VII. So, like I How said, long that's were you grounded for? Fourteen years. <laughs> yeah, I played. I was, well, no, sorry, I was grounded from when I was. I, I I lost my console. My parents sold my Nintendo when I was four. He had a bitching collection too. And no, no, no. That that was afterwards. So, like, 
I got, I sold, they sold my Nintendo when I was five. And then I re got ungrounded when my grandpa sent me his Nintendo that he had with the games. And I, and my uncle Todd sent me his super Nintendo with the games. And that was when I was 15. So 11 years I went without ever owning a console. I think I owned a Game Boy and that was it at one point. And I owned the Game Boy when I was 13. So other than that, the only experiences I had were playing at friends' houses. So, and then I earned, I amassed a collection of over 250 Super NES and NES games and nice. PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 games well uh, done, within, 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 within the first three years I owned everything. And then I sold it all when I was 21, which was a very sad mistake. I mean, and then also going off of, you know, how um, amazing the characters and how, you know, more drawn out they are. The second thing that I love about this game and I took away from it's it is no well jesse's my girl but we won't talk about jesse right now um is the combat system and i was weary of it at first because like andy and i were saying we love turn-based rpgs and like action rpgs aren't really my thing and i think it's it's okay like kingdom hearts does it okay but this this took what kingdom hearts did and it takes it to a whole nother level and like at first when you play final fantasy 7 and you first start playing it it feels clunky and unintuitive but when you start to get like further through the game and you get more abilities and more materia and you get really quick at like changing characters and like pulling off combos it the game is so immersive and like i hope that they take this and adapt this moving forward for all final fantasies i don't want to have a drive system anymore i don't want to have um the system the the straight open combat from final fantasy 15 i want this this was really cool. It like merged active time battle with um with uh, like a, a turn based on an active time battle. It's awesome. It's it's really well put together and well done. Yeah, it's just hard of- mode. Hard mode's ridiculous. <laughs> well, I, I I beat on hard mode. I know it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> did you did you do it with it? Now I want to know. Did you do it with a guide or did you do it without a guide? Oh, no guide. Okay. okay, so a little tip: what makes what makes it a little bit easier hard mode is if you um, what you call it? If you do the all the the little VR challenges, yeah, and one of them is like you beat you fight all the summons in a row, plus yeah. plus yeah. plus this other boss that's only in that the last yeah. the final. It gives you an item. That has your limit break always maxed out. Wait, what? What? Are you serious right now? You're telling me I'm wasting all my time trying to play the game on actual hard? Like, actually going through shit without actually... Are you kidding me right now? Right. So what I would do if I were you is um, (laughs) start on hard, go to hard, and then do do chapter select, and then go right to chapter 16, I think, or 17. Yeah, it's 16. 16. Yeah, and then and it puts you right outside of the that that VR module station. Oh, I know. And then you can just do all the hard ones, and then once you beat those, the last one that you unlock is it's the summon. You know, the only that's the only one I have to do, right? Right. And then God, it, it's a little it's a little bit of a pain, but with some good material like equipage, you can you can get it done. But yeah, and then you can just breeze through hard mode. Are you- are you kidding me right now? I am not. Like, I literally, not I, I've been like, you wouldn't believe. Like here, Joe has heard me go through these levels. And because one thing that people don't realize is on hard mode, 
you don't have MP regeneration. Nope. You have to find a way to do that without benches, without anything. Like, you don't get it. You have to survive the whole entire level. And so you I'm can't like, use going... items either. So, like, I'm going through chapter, like, 15, and everyone's got prayer. Everyone's really got fucked up that you can't use items. Like, Oh, no, it, it, it makes it challenging. But, I mean, like, I'm having to do it where, like, I'm fighting the ghosts, and, like, I get two hit. And it's, like, I'm level 50. I've maxed out my character. Everyone's wearing health... Like plus like four health plus materials and everything, and I'm still getting two hit. It's stupid. But, Just gotta keep okay. buying those angel earrings, I guess. <laughs> Just I get... Stock up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get, Joe, good what else? You... get good as you said, right? Get good. Yeah. So what what else have you been playing, Joe, other than Final Fantasy Seven? Well, I mean, I could say I've been playing Hyrule Warriors, but I actually didn't play any this week, so I can't say that. Oh my God, it's a miracle. I know, right? I know, Andy, you're on the show. show. I am. He tore himself away. Because when I play Switch, I'm always like, oh, there's Joe, just playing some more Hyrule Warriors again. <laughs> it's like clockwork. Well, it seems like every time you're on the show, too, he's always playing, like, it's it's that's his thing. What have you been playing, Joe? Hyrule Warriors. It's like, it's it's always his, it's like Kalai and her Monster Hunter or borderlands it's the same thing with joe with high Warriors. it's like what are you even playing other than borderlands and monster hunter dude i want to 100 percent this game like i want that i want it so bad it's like almost 400 hours though that i have to put in to do it so just just start streaming it road to 100 percent. i think by i'm going to you, i think that's really time you make what a, i want to do time you make 100 percent, you'll be like probably the top streamer on youtube because no one else is and no one's playing Hyrule Warriors except me and, and Gerard from The Completionist. That's about it. Yeah, pretty much, probably. <laughs> He's already got 300 hours in it. So. You just got to figure out how to capture the Switch outside of, like, buying a I'll just get capture card. I mean, I'm not really worried about the capture card piece. Um, I played a little no, bit no, of... No, 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 but they don't make week. them anymore. They don't make them anymore. They don't? No, no, no. So what? that's what happened. So Elgato got rid of their outboard capture cards to make internal capture cards for PCs because they found that that was what people were buying. No one had a need for an external one anymore. Um, so what's happened is all the ones I have, like the one I have is so rare and that I bought it for $80 at a pawn shop because it was brand new at 110 and now it's worth like 200 to $300 to get the same thing. Interesting. So, yeah. so the only two other things I played this week were also... Uh, we're on the Switch, and I played Tetris 99, which I played for like four or five hours. Because like, I was like, I really want to play Tetris right now, and I'm really hankering to play some Tetris. And then I was like, oh man, Tetris 99 is really fucking hard when you play against people now. Because now, all the all the people that sucked at Tetris 99 are gone. And all like the really good people are only people left playing it. <laughs> so now it's like, when I used to be able to get down to like five people left, now I I'm done at like 70, 67 because my my Tetris skills are lagging. So I'm definitely I think I'm definitely going to buy the uh, the nine dollar uh, pass or DLC to get all the single player stuff so I can get a lot better at playing Tetris outside of playing Tetris 99. I don't know if did you got did either of you guys pick up the uh, Tetris 99 DLC? I did not know. I did not. I'm not on my switch enough. True, you're pretty much, you know, only on your PS4. Rocking that Marvel Avengers, because, you know, that game oh is God. amazing. Now, let's be honest here, Andy. You and oh, me got to come clean a little bit. What? What? I'm what? One. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't I say I had two games? That was one. Well, I figured Marvel Avengers was your other game, because you did play that this oh, week. Okay, so I have two more, and we'll all talk about Avengers together. Oh, 
I have one more that I played this week that I I really got back to and really fell back in love with, and that's the Messenger from Devolver. Oh, Hitler. that's a great one. And actually, you played three games then. This game is absolutely fantastic. Like, if Corey, you really need to play the Messenger. I don't know how you still have not played this this gem. It's absolutely fantastic. It's it's Dude, a love letter to Undertale. You know, this Absolutely. week is their two-year anniversary for Messenger. I know. I can't believe it's been that long already. Mm-hmm. I, 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 Andy, I think that's like right around the time we like first started talking was when this game came out. I think you're correct, sir. This is one of the this is one of the things that really got us talking was where the where the love first blossomed. <laughs> yeah, this is where this is love at first game. It's almost like you first sent message. a message, and then it was like, oh my god, you like Freddy Krueger. Oh my god, like never know if she's your favorite movie franchise. Oh mine too. What? We just become best friends? Yep. You wanna break karate boards in the basement? Yep. That just happened. It really did. It's exactly how it happened. Together and kill each other? Yep. That's how it went down. So much exercising here. Are we all are we all saying that we all like like nightmare? Before Elm Street, like as a series. Oh man, you're you're done. You're done. You can't talk anymore in this podcast. He's done. He's done. What are you talking about? I'm saying I do like it. Get out of here. It's one of my favorite. I, it's the only one that I've watched everything of. I've never done it with anything else but that one. I actually own. It's the only uh, horror series I actually own. I own it so many times over again and make your head spin. And he right. probably does I, too. I own. I, I own the VHS. I had the first DVD box set. I have that too. With the, with the seven movies. I have that too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I have the I have the Blu-ray collection, mm-hmm. which is my favorite Blu-ray collection because it all fits in one small jewel case. Mm-hmm. Oh, when that came out, I was like, oh, my God, they finally put it in one case. I don't have to carry around eight different discs. Now, let me ask you this, though, Joe. Do you have the Freddy Rap cassette tape? <laughs> no, I don't. Do you have it? I do have it. <laughs> How much did you spend for that? Seriously. <laughs> I feel like we should do a Nightmare on Elm Street like pot. Re- hey, it's almost, it's almost like we should do a film. We could do. You know what? Maybe we'll do it on film stuff. We could Our other that show one. that's going to start at some point. You guys keep on watching. We're going to do Twitch, YouTube. We don't know where it's coming at. It could be on Facebook. Could be on Twitch. Could be on YouTube. You guys have to follow every single one of those links. If you go to the at Game Stuff Cast on Facebook, you'll see the new page we made, which looks goddamn beautiful. If I care to say. And then you'll also see all of our affiliate links for our uh, host site, Proven Gamer, as well as you'll see our YouTube link. You'll also see our Twitch link. And so, you can go on there and then we might be streaming some <laughs> stuff and you might never see it. So, Andy, um, in the messenger, I just got to the part where it goes, fuck you. And it's like, oh, here's the t- here's the, the temple of time. And I'm like, oh, well, fuck me. Yeah, it's just got really, really fucking hard. I know it goes from like it goes from like a Ninja Gaiden simple like side scroller platformers are like, oh, now it's a bunch of different shits going on and this time travel and other shit. And I have to hit this crystal and like jump through all these lasers before yep. they reappear in like three yep. seconds. And like your your run has to be absolutely fucking perfect or you die. And the checkpoints are further spaced apart now, so they're not even like forgiving anymore. Listen, bro, it's about that cloud step. You gotta mind oh, that cloud step. The cloud step is dope. <laughs> and then the hook shot, too. Oh, man. The grappling hook thing. That's a lifesaver, too. Like, you can grapple on the wall. Oh, that game is so fucking good, Corey. You have to get okay, it. Okay, it's okay. $10 on PS4 right now, or it was. I mean, I, I mean, it's almost like 
someone could gift it to me because I sent him a Vita. Oh, maybe I maybe I will buy it for you. Hey, maybe maybe I'll get that. You can also buy me. You can also buy me that. uh, What is it? That stupid. No, that stupid. What is that game that I need? Spire of no. What is it? The card. Slay the spire. Slay the spire. You need to go buy the American version because I can get it for like three dollars. The game's there. I just need something that's not the Canadian. It's the same version. The North American version is the same thing. I don't understand why in Canada I can't find it for less than thirty fucking dollars. Blows my goddamn mind when. In the states, it's like five dollars, and I'm like, "Get Why out of here!" Just go to Seattle and buy it. Because, I, do you have you seen the border right now? It's like, why do you want to go over there? Unless I say business, which uh, business I, I do in video games. It's like I work. I, I'm a games. Um, I'm host on game stuff. I don't know if you've heard about it. And then like, following. <laughs> what a what a way to get my the the podcast promoted. Local podcast host gets arrested at border for trying exactly, to buy. A that's game. exactly how you get promotion. Claims, claims this show's kind of a big deal. Right, it's like, shit. <laughs> this guy's a badass. Let's see what the show is like. <laughs> oh, man, he wants to talk Friday. about Slay the Spire, man. I'm all in. <laughs> but yeah, you need to play The Messenger. Order. It's an absolute amazing game. Like, I tip my hat to those guys. I mean, they love Ninja Gaiden and it 100% shows. I can't wait to beat the main game and then play the free DLC that they gave us, which mm-hmm. I heard's even better than the friggin' Base game. It's tough, dude. That DLC. I heard. I heard it's amazing, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. I heard it's like Ninja Gaiden Three tough. Yeah. Like I heard it like shits all over your face and then wipes it on your face and goes ha 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 ha. That's how it should be. (laughs) So, um, Joe. So the last thing we all played this week. No, 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 no. Oh wait, you you missed another game. What I missed? Uh, MXT versus uh, ATV. (laughs) Oh yeah, because I streamed that on Twitch the other night. Oh, yeah, I played a little bit of MX uh, versus ATV Off-Road. The, it's like the free one we got for PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, nope. He'll call this Joe playing a crap game when he should be playing something good. I'm waiting, yeah. I'm waiting for it. Yeah, um, we're going we're gonna to give you a... No, listen. Like... You already finished Last of Us, so you can play all the crap games you want. <laughs> oh, sweet. I got a pass <laughs> no, but he, Andy, Andy hasn't played Horizon yet. It's it's bucket list, man. It's bucket list. I have a bucket list. So Final <laughs> Fantasy is one of the, okay. So I have five games I play at one time, Andy. It's called the Five, mm-hmm. and there's always a bucket list game in there. The bucket list game right now is Final Fantasy Seven. Once that's done, I'm playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Next. There, you, there you go. And then after that, well. I think I'm gonna play um Marvel? either maybe, maybe Red play Dead Redemption Marvel? Two, or I'm going to play. A game that we've all been playing, Marvel Avengers. <laughs> or Days Gone. It's amazing. And I'm playing you need to now. Play it. Did you say you're playing Marvel Avengers now? Not right now. Not like physically oh. as we speak on the podcast, because we're not allowed to we don't play games while we record because that's unprofessional. <laughs> speak for yourself, asshole. <laughs> yeah, do the do the the Daryl uh, on the uh Lou Bros trophy. Oh, I got a trophy! And then hit the dubstep. Yeah, hit the dubstep. <laughs> no, but we've all been playing Marvel Avengers. Um, I know ba- uh, Joe played a little bit at the beginning. Uh, Andy and me have kind of like fallen into a black pit of Avengerness. Oh, so um, yeah, it's sad. It's um, it's bad. I should put I should put my video up on on the uh, on the Facebook oh, group it, now that no, no, that the game releases at midnight. I can don't people worry. Kamala Khan fall into the abyss of the unknown. Yeah, don't you worry, you guys. You can. Uh, we're gonna have a passer play on this, and I'm gonna get all of our glitches, all of our greatest moments uh, that I've been recording. 
uh, we're going to all put it into a compl- compilation and have it playing in the background as we're uh, talking about it. And it's oh, going to be live. America's on having a seizure and in the it, background. It's going to be. Game? Yeah, it's going to be live on Twitch. So you guys need to ch- catch that. And then it will be posted to YouTube as well as a podcast. So, you know, we're, we're checking all the boxes. That's how it gets done when you're part of game stuff. Um, but, you know, Marvel Avengers. Now, here's the interesting part. Um, Joe, I know you had a lot of issues with this game, uh, glitch-wise, uh, not playing right, frame rate issues, all that shit. Andy, I know you had in the beginning a lot of issues with frame rate, jitters, all that shit. Now, me, on the other hand, I beat the entire campaign, and I maybe had frame rate issues once or twice. The only glitch I actually had, which wasn't breaking my game, was that my World War II Captain America has permanent stroke face. <laughs> where his eyes bulge out of his head and i'm like maybe this is just because it loaded wrong what i'll do is i'll reset my console i'll change him out of the output put it back into it no he's still got stroke face it's literally been three days still stroke face so uh captain america i'm just assuming he's just had a rough life that's why he's got it um i got a new costume anyway so cool i don't have to worry about that i already beat the campaign um it's a short campaign that's absolutely amazing um, I do like the idea that they did allow people to go to multiplayer or campaign and have the choice of both. Um, the only problem that runs in with that is, as we all know, um, during the campaign, you unlock a lot of things that make the multiplayer easier later on. Um, but Andy, you and me, when we played together, there was not as many issues frame-wise or glitches or anything. And I don't know if it's because I'm on the west coast servers or if it's just my prediction is that is the game works on the idea that because it has to control less computers doing things um it actually is able to use both powers of ps4 like the mmos do and then that's what's running the game and it's just run smoother but the worst we got was kamala's infinite stretchy arm for the entire which which we had during the beta in the same level so (laughs) obviously it's a issue they haven't fixed yet but I mean, what are your first impressions there, Andy? Well, here's here's the thing about this game. I uh, I never understood why people love Destiny so much until I played Marvel Avengers. Um, it is. I feel like I need to get all those daily missions done, all those challenges, and just stock up on all the items and like just get all the little things finished throughout the day. And I'm itching to go back which is horrifying for me because I'm getting that, you know, wake up in the morning, first things first, before you go to the bathroom, just turn the PS4 on, let it load, and then go into a nice long session for the day. This game is frightfully addicting, is what I'm trying to say at this point. And it's fun because each Avenger feels very unique and distinct from the other. It's not like a copy and paste job with uh, their abilities or how they move or interact with the environment or with their enemies. A lot of care was put into each Avenger. Now, yes, there is glitches, plenty that I saw throughout my initial playthrough of it. Uh, But I think that could be fixed. I think what's happening here is very clearly this was this is meant for a next generation system. And we have the old hardware kind of showing its age a little bit because my ps4 was like a jet engine we were playing last night Corey. i had my headphones on the whole time when i took them off it was like oh, I thought you had a it, fan on no it was like mission control like take me to the moon 
<laughs> it was like, now, do, you have a, do you have a pro? Do you have a, do you have a pro? No, or do you have... I have an OG. See, I have an OG. Well, so I have a small, I, 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 I have a small uh, nuclear bomb in my house. Basically, it's gonna go off at some point. <laughs> like when I get cyberpunk, I'm sure that's if my house is gonna, gonna explode. Well, the positive side is this is a free upgrade to the PS5. It and, is. Uh, what an idea. So, so and, and I agree with you. This game does seem like it's it's built a lot more for... I think this is going to get the same thing Destiny got, where we're going to see this get continuous DLC for on and on and on and on. And then what they're going to do is come up with like a year two version, uh, like Destiny did, which was the Taken King. And then when that came out, it was PS4 only if I'm correct, and not PS3. Like, they had an expansion that was just only on PS4, and they kind of, like, there goes the PS3 version. But, I mean, at this point in time, even though, um, it's, I think most of the stuff can be patched to the accordingly. I think, really, what it is is that the game's just trying to do so much. Like, the idea that everything can be destroyed. Not fully, but everything can be destroyed. When you jump and you hit the ground, you make, like, an imprint. Uh, when you're running, it kicks up dirt. Like, there's so many things going on, and it's like you have four characters that are all doing this, plus all the enemies doing the exact same thing, which makes this really crazy experience because everything you do, you feel the weight behind it. Mm-hmm. But at the exact same time, it, it's just demanding on these little systems. Like, Joe, what was your first experience? Because I know you only played the campaign. You didn't go into stro- the multiplayer mode. You only played by yourself. You basically beat the tutorial, and then you're like, I'm going to put this on the shelf now. Not on the shelf, but it was it was late by the time I beat like the first like two or three levels, and I was like, you know what? I want to put this down and come back to it. Not that I don't want to play it anymore. It's um, It's just something I don't want to rush through because I've been waiting so long to play this. And I'm not like the same type of gamer you are where I can just play something like just straight through consistently. The game's grabbing me, but I don't know. I'm having having a hard time with like the MCU still. And like, I want all the people to just be the goddamn MCU actors so bad. Like it just it just hurts my brain. It's like, no, you're supposed to sound like this and you don't. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh, wait, you sound like the dude from Uncharted. Oh, wait, because you fucking are because you're in everything now. <laughs> like, like, that's a, that's like one of my major gripes with gaming right now is like it's the same five people in every fucking game. So it's like, oh, this guy again. I mean, you're good at what you do. So that's why you're in every game. But I'm like, come on. Can we let anybody else like voice anybody? Oh, well, speaking, I mean, of, speaking of voicing people, Andy, do you know if they're letting Yuri voice Spider-Man for this game? Oh, that's a great question. I would hope so. I if he's fucking. Uh, I mean, uh, according to them, it's I'll not an Xbox not, and play it there. They were like, "Oh, it's not the same Spider-Man." They were saying, "But like, just hire the dude." I mean, he did an amazing job as Spider-Man. Okay, it's yeah. not the same fucking Thor, but they have the Thor <laughs> from the comic books, or from that from the comic books from the from all the uh, right. The he's from all the animated. Yeah, yeah he's all the animated. animated. Yeah. Right. I think it's licensing might be a well. I guess they got the licensing. That's why he's like, either way, but. The cool thing I like, and this is something, so Joe, just for your thing, because you're like, I don't want to rush through this. I know you want to get the platinum in this. Now, I I looked into this and I was like, you know what? This platinum doesn't seem that hard. It seems like I just have to play the game a bunch. Um, And then I looked into the platinum and then I read into it more. Like I actually read the the trophies because I was like, oh, you know, 
probably just maxing out a character. I wonder what max level is. Power level 250. I'm like, well, I'm used to playing Destiny where my character hit level 30 and then to get light level 2300 wasn't that hard. I'm like, okay, well, that's easy enough. And then I looked at the level trophy. Um, These characters get up to level 150. Oh, dear God. So... With that slow-ass experience burn, they get to level 150? Um, It doesn't get slow, trust me. Me and Andy, when we played last night, my Captain America went from... Uh, we started at level 12, and I ended at level... Almost level 30, if not 40, in our couple... Jesus! Yeah, I'm the power... I went from power level 36 to power level 72 now, so... You got it, like soldier serum. You just gave more soldier serum. You're like, fuck this cap. You're not growing well, fast enough. The, the cool thing with the game, and I didn't realize this until I looked into it, is the game scales. So um, the way it works is the game finds the, the person lowest in the server and it bases the characters off of him. So when me and Andy are playing together, um, it bases it off of him. And then certain characters will be like three or four more, more levels higher than Andy. But it bases off what Andy would be joining at. And then my characters that I'm fighting are close to what I would be playing at anyway. They're just the level but buffed. Um, so it makes it so that me and Andy can still play. Um, there was times that we did go into missions that, like, there are missions that are set levels. And the game realizes, hey, you're trying to cheat your way into a mission that you shouldn't be able to do. <laughs> so, like, when me and Andy wanted to fight Abomination, it's like, yeah, no, he's level 40. Like, you're Andy's, Andy's power level, like, 25. No, we're not taking that. He's level 40. Uh, lucky enough, uh, I was able to throw my shield at him and carry him off the level, and then he died. So it was a two second <laughs> fight. It was the funniest shit because it was I'm like, like <laughs> it was like Corey was like, "All right, Andy, get ready, get your Hulkbusters ready to go." You, you know, it was like it was keep your distance. It was, like a, it was like a Leroy Jenkins moment where, <laughs> yeah, because I'm Captain America, so I'm like, okay, Andy, what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk in there. I'm going to use my heroic strike so we can get. Uh, you know, more heroic points. You're going to go into your Hulk suit. You're going or your Hulk Buster. You're going to start smashing the shit out of them. We got uh, Miss Marvel's here to heal us if we go down. <laughs> like we had it all planned out, and literally we just rushed him. And I'm throwing my shield at him. And one of the moves Cap has is that he upgrades it so he, when he hits him with the final shield combo, it like moves them a bit. And so he got hit, and I guess the jitter of him being hit knocked him off the level, and then he instantly died. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. And Andy didn't even get into his Hulkbuster. He was, like, just yeah. getting into it. <laughs> We're like, okay, cool. That's some bullshit. That's fine. We didn't care. We're like, oh, that's fine. You're like, I'll take my free cheap levels that I earn from not killing this guy. Well, he's not that hard. It's just we just saved some time, really. That's all we did. <laughs> no, but yeah, you know, it's, but it's a great game. Like, I have I'm to say, whole, like, a... from the get-go, like, the presentation is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, it's one of the most prettiest games on this console right now. Like, the amount of detail in all these is just... Now, me and Andy both have the uh, same complaint as two. Uh, There is a great amount of costumes. Now, the cool thing is we thought that the game was going to be like, give us your money if you want to buy skins, uh, which they somewhat do. If you want to get elite or epic skins, those take a lot of effort to get. Um, But to get costumes in general, you can get a lot of those. But Andy, uh, what's your opinion on Hulk's costumes? They're all shit. They're all garbage. It's just different colors, different shades of green and gray with tattered, torn shirts around the sleeves. <laughs> That's what they all look like to me. Now, Andy, what's your opinion on Captain America's uh, costume set? Well, I saw some nakedness, some bare-chested uh, Captain A, um, and I loved it. 
a whole lot. And no. then we had it, and then we got the 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 yellow suit. I would love to see more of America's ass as a skin. That could be a thing we do at some point. Just have the bare ass showing. I wouldn't, mind, I, going I, on. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, why not? Why not? It's 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 biker version Captain America. Yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, if they could show a bare naked ass in Ghost of uh, Tsushima, they could show Captain America's bare ass for all the kids. Why not? It's wholesome. That's a wholesome butt. This is America. You just want to bite it. You're like, I want a bite of that cheek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, the graphic, they, but the game does look amazingly beautiful. Um, I, I will admit there are some things that they could work on, like the outposts definitely could be streamlined a little bit better. So and, we're having and, to go to two different outposts. And maybe like put less turrets and lasers at you because those are oh, the I most mean, annoying thing. Yeah. Those, they're so annoying because you don't know that they're really there until they smack you a few times. Well, and the big thing is, too, is it matchmaking is the most hilarious thing ever, because if you want to invite people into your party, great mechanic. It's the first mechanic where if you're in a party with a bunch of people and you push the invite button on the game, it just invites everyone in your party. Amazing mechanic. Uh, if I want to join. But, but here's the thing. If I want to join Andy and Andy hasn't sent me an invite yet, but he has his his, his public his he's as a public party. I have to go into the PlayStation menu, look at what Andy's playing, see that he's playing Avengers, click into his game that he's playing, and then I can join it from there. Because there's no way to join it outside of that, inside the game. Which blows my mind, because the idea that I have no way of joining Andy unless he actually invites me, or I have to go through the weird workaround. Who's, who's getting shot up over what there? What the hell was that? Joe, is that you? Yeah, I opened, my friend sent me a thing, and I opened it and didn't realize my volume was on. I just got Rick rolled, like, on, on the podcast. Oh, that's what that was. Yes, you yeah. are correct. <laughs> yeah, I got Rick rolled. Well, that's because, yeah. So, so Joe, you're obviously going to play. You're going to obviously play more of Avengers with me and Andy. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, podcast. 100%. Um, did you guys play anything else this week before we move on to our topic of the show? No. I mean, that's all I played. Andy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said, I that I played my couple of games, but like once Avengers came out, like it's been just. Oh, I play Call of Duty, but I always play Call of Duty. Well, you, uh, play little, have... you play your matches with your brother, right? Yeah, I play my. Ma- he phones me constantly, and he's like, "Let's play Call of Duty," and then. Um, we'll he play plays Call on the Duty. inferior shitbox, right? The shitbox. Yeah, so he plays on the the Xbox, but because we have to do cross platform, my biggest gripe with that stupid game. Is that because he? I have to enable crossplay to play with him. Then we get PC players, which use mice and keyboard. And it, it the difference of having to like even on a computer, they the thing I don't get is I under like everybody knows on a computer you can get an ultra wide monitor, right? So the thing that people don't realize is that the way Call of Duty is built is that it instead of stretching the image a little bit so that it fits that ultra wide. It actually, they've actually programmed it into the game that it actually gives you that much viewing angle. So a person playing on a um, PC gets an extra 15 degrees on each side. A viewing angle. Like almost can see a full 180 in front of them, whereas we only get to see that, that tiny bit in front of us and we don't really get to see to the left or the right. So it's really hard to play against PC players. And I'm surprised that they don't have a cap for that or they don't have like a cap on how much sensitivity they can put on their their mouse when they're playing against console players because they can just like zoom in, zoom out and like 
I had to buy a but- button pads for my controller just so I could, you know, do a jump shot. Just another reason I hate PC players. <laughs> ah, good thing Kalaz not in this episode. You can't defend herself. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's get into our topic of the show then. So obviously, uh, with Marvel coming out, um, we've also dedicated this episode to uh, Chadwick Boseman. Um, you know, Wick. You have butchered his name now twice on the show. <laughs> you know, okay, I'm gonna let you guys say his name, and then that way. <laughs> Sorry, Chadwick Boseman. I'm just trying to. Oh, I think you called him Chaswick in the friend for the first time. Yeah, like I said, I just I say it too fast, and then that's what happens. Um, but we're doing comic book superhero video games now. We will do another podcast another day about uh, video game heroes, but uh, because everybody didn't want Naruto to be in this or uh, Dragon Ball or Goku to be in this, because you know, even though he's as powerful as Superman. He's not classified as a quote unquote superhero. So we're just going to stick to the comic book. Um, that does include Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, just so you guys know, because technically they are comic book heroes. Uh, they're just not DC or Marvel. They were bought out later on. So to start us off, I know um, let's just go through, I guess, Joe, you wanted to go through the generations of how superhero games I mean, came. I, I, I just right? have questions like, I mean. Where did you guys start with superhero video games? I know that I started on Atari because I'm old as shit. So You're like, not that old. Don't pull a Kali on us. 36, so I'm old enough. I mean, I've, I've experienced enough gaming to be there in the beginning. <laughs> so, wait, <laughs> when we played on this thing called the Atari, uh, my dad introduced me to a little game called Spider-Man on the Atari. And boy, was it a piece of shit. And you literally like sat at the bottom of the level and you threw your little web up and it went like and it like stretched up and it like grabbed and it pulled you up. And then like you had to avoid these bombs. And if the bomb went off, it would just explode the entire screen in like really shitty graphics. And that was the game. Sounds terrifying. (laughs) And then and then he introduced me to another superhero game called Superman, also on the Atari. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Nintendo sixty four. I mean, no, no, we'll get there. But, but those are the first two that I experienced. Like Superman was just like, I think it was like going to phone booths and like picking up pedestrians and dropping them off at their like designation designated sites, and like it was so weird. So you like pick up these people and they would like fly with you in the air, and you would just hear that <laughs> sound as you're like flying past the screens like really fast. It was like it. It was like a more improved version of ET. So instead of just falling through pits, you're like just going like screen to screen. There's just changing color because it's all Atari did was like, oh, you know how we have cool colors and graphics? We just change the color of the background and makes it seem like there's more game there than there really is. So so this wasn't Superman. This was Super Taxi. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Super Taxi. He may presented, be a man. Presented like, by Pizza Hut. Look, it's a plane. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taxi. <laughs> there we go. Just get we're gonna go streaming Superman Atari while playing an offspring album. Andy, what's your first experience of a superhero game? So do you remember? Unfortunately for me, I thought games like A Nightmare on Elm Street by LJN were good games for the NES, and Friday the thirteenth were also great games on the NES. So I was like, oh, 
These guys also made games like Wolverine and Spider-Man and oh X-Men. I was like, oh my god, my favorite developer slash publisher has a whole host of uh, comic book hero games that I should be buying. So I got Spider-Man and I got X-Men and I you got Wolverine and oh my god. Oh my god. It's like these games are so bad, they're practically uh, unplayable. unplayable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so, so Andy's the one that kept them in business, Joe. So now when, when Angry Video Game Nerd comes out and says, who the fuck, you know, pay, buys this shit, and we can just say Andy did. Yeah. Yo, did oh, you just get Rick Rick again? No, I just Rick Rick you <laughs> playing a shitty game. Just <laughs> <laughs> hit the Rick Roll button on you. Listen, I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know any better. I was young and naive. I didn't know any better. I thought it's got good cover art. It's Wolverine. Could be fun. I mean, they, they, yeah, but that they could be a whole podcast about how deceptive the NES cover art was. Now, how deceptive, right. any, how deceptive any companies are when now, it comes. To- fortunately for me, I did wise up after a while, and I did pick up a, a really good superhero game for the NES, and that was Captain America. Oh, Captain America is a great game. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, with a great soundtrack, you play as Hawkeye and, and Captain America. Great fucking game. Got some really cool boss fights, some really good music too, also, and really solid like platforming gameplay. Like that's a really that's a dog in the background. Yeah, that's my dog scratching the carpet. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's definitely a hidden gem on the NES, though. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. So, yeah. How about I you, mean, Corey? Since you were grounded. So like, here's the what? interesting part. So here's the interesting part. I played my first superhero game. Uh, before I was grounded. Ooh. So, I know. Um, I don't remember, remember much of it because I was only four years old. So I know I played it. Um, the one game I know I played a lot was uh, Sesame Street. And like the, the I had to count, count what was his name, whatever, like counting me up on the, the numbers. That was, you know, I mean, he could be a superhero. But um, no, actually, I played the <laughs> Batman game. Oh, oh yes, classic. Probably so, one of my favorite Nintendo games. So I don't remember. The only time I remember getting, I think if I'm correct, I would beat the first level, and I would get up to the part where I actually had to use the grappling hook in the second level, and then I would just die because I didn't know how to use it because I was four. Um. So yeah, that 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 would be like my first experience. So like I say, it's one of those ones where I didn't really know anything. Uh, my actual first like jumping in, playing it through, and everything was actually Spider-Man Two on the PS2. Oh wow! I mean, that's a great so, game. That 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 was where superhero games for me really kind of like I found Spider-Man Two, and then I played Spider-Man Three, and then I played Web of, uh, Spy- Web of Sh- Shadows, and then I, like I just I, those like th- that generation of Spider-Man games was like my that was it. era. That was like the and that's why it surprised me so much that when Spider-Man actually came out on the PS4, I actually didn't buy it day one. I actually waited and like bought it when it was on sale. And oh, I got day one, bro. But Joe, you buy everything day one and then it sits in the wrapper on your shelf. No, I beat Spider-Man right away. Did I not? I don't know. Did you? <laughs> did yeah, I not? did. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Brandon and I both beat it before your sorry ass. Well, that's fine. <laughs> How's Horizon anyway, Zero, uh, Zero Dawn going? Oh, or Kingdom Hearts three? Oh, oh, I mean, 
You know, can, you know how Kingdom Hearts three is going. It didn't even start yet because my name's not Roberto. See, you should have played Kingdom Hearts before you played Final Fantasy seven because now you're going backwards in gameplay. It's not as satisfying. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I've he- I've heard, but I I never. I wanted to beat Kingdom Hearts two on um the the collection before I played three, which I don't know why I've already beaten it on PS two, but. That's neither here nor there because we're talking about superhero games, right? So <laughs> yeah. now we talked about what our first experiences are. Where do you think? Where did you like first fall in love with like superhero games? Like that? Like I know like that was your first game, but like when did you start to see like that they were starting to make like some headway? Like for me, it was really when PS3. For me, it was PS1. Like that. Oh, no, 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 PS- no, I said PS2. PS2 oh, was the first. So just Joe. I'm with you on that. That game, I think, is, I think, I think it's still the best Spider-Man game ever made, dude. It's one? it's based on the best hey. Spider-Man franchise of all time. Hey, what were we talking about? The Spider-Man PS1. game. It's just called Spider-Man for PS for oh, PS One. Oh, it's based on the, the Fox show. The, the, yeah, the Fox show that was so amazing that I missed oh. the final when they be, I missed the season finale of when Venom the Venom season finale and then they took it off the air. Yeah, yeah, they kind of just canceled the show. Yeah, that was such a good show on Netflix. Though, if you want to watch it, Netflix. Oh, Netflix shit, really? No, it's, Disney, yeah, it's, it's Netflix. Disney Plus. Oh, here, oh, oh okay. no, no, right, no, sorry, it's Disney Plus now. But gotcha, it was on okay. Netflix for a while, but yeah, it's on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. All of it, Andy. <laughs> and if you want to watch the old ones too, they're there too. Every every Spider Man thing is on Disney Plus. Like you can think of that they have like the rights to, which is everything. They just put it all there. Oh hell yeah! yeah. But oh, that game was amazing, dude. Do you remember like? how like intuitive like the game was for the time the like, web slinging alone was like so good even in ps1 like, i was like all right yeah and i was like they can only go up from here and boy were we right but let's not get that far ahead of ourselves like remember you remember collecting the comic books and how fun it was to replay all the levels just to collect all the comic books in that game i remember that and also every time i saw another cameo from another other comic book like they had daredevil in that game punisher was in the game yeah beast i was like oh my god this shit is fucking amazing i was like can we get games for all those guys too please <laughs> well, i mean uh in in regards to that i mean i what we'll do is i think i know we have a lot of comments on this uh in the topic in general oh we have, we have two full like threads of comments yeah, yeah, yeah. so i'm actually gonna go through them during the topic of the show this time instead of at the end of the episode because um speaking yeah. of the punisher because I did my thing. Um, that was actually who was it that said it? One second, one second. Doo, 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 doo. Uh, someone was talking about it. Someone talked about it. I know someone said something. Can't remember. Someone talked about the Punisher on PS2. Someone did. Why can't I not find it? I don't know. That game's absolutely phenomenal. I believe it was Daniel. It was Daniel Jones or Daryl. Yeah, I think it was. Is it, it on my, been... is it on my feed or is it on? There's two feeds, dude. I put it up. So I I posted dude. this question to to my own wall by accident. Oh, Joe, you're killing me. No, but I also posted it in the group. But but because oh, I post, but because I posted it outside of game stuff, do you know how many more people like replied to it? It's insane. It's almost, it's almost like when it's not when it's when it's public, it gets more. You know. So I have 23 comments, and I can start wherever you guys want. Oh, like, here we go. Oh, my friend I, I Chris got... was like, "Okay, X Men Legends, Spider Man Two, and Bat." Oh, so I'll go back with my question. So I said, 
Uh, what's your favorite superhero video games of all time? What superhero deserves their own video game? Um, and Chris chimed in. He said X-Men Legends, Spider-Man 2, and the Batman Arkham games. Um, before I move any further, do you guys have any fond memories of these games? Because I love all three of these. They're all phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, they're all amazing. I mean, it was one of those things where I've never really been a DC guy. And, and let's all be honest, until those games came out, DC was making shit for games. Oh, 100%. There was, there was never a good DC universe. Like, Superman games were garbage. Uh, the, the, there was a couple good... Like, in all honesty, sadly... games. Well, the, the worst part was, is like, DC, sadly, has some of the, probably the best characters to do games on. But I just don't understand, like, they are like, let's make a Superman game. The hardest character to probably try to make a game after. Let's make it that one. Like, the only game they made that was good outside of Batman Arkham, I think, personally, recently, was The Injustice, which, I mean, that's just a fighting game. So, I mean, that was made I mean, by the guys. This is phenomenal. Give all yeah, the but... there to NetherRealms. I don't give yeah. any of that shit to DC. But the one game, what the fuck they're doing? You don't like, game, no. you don't like the Aquaman game that was on Xbox. Aquaman can suck a dick, like all around. Like even the oh. Jason Momoa, you can't make Aquaman cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll have a, um, people can fight me at me on Twitter at MrTMNT84. Anyway, so, so with that, um, the one game uh, that actually did do good, and I don't think enough people play this or give it credit, is DC Universe Online. Um, it took what, uh, the, uh, what was it? The, the city hero, heroes, city of heroes, which got sued by everyone. Um, <laughs> so when they had to close down their studio, <laughs> um, you know, the void. DC, yeah. DC universe has kind of made the better of the MMOs. Now I will admit that I don't understand why Marvel heroes Omega was ever canceled. Cause that game was freaking amazing. Oh my God, what an amazing game. Andy, did you have a chance to play Marvel, uh, so, Marvel Omega Heroes? I had that game. I love that game, and I really do miss that game. Like a it was lot. everything it needed to be, and right. more. Did you ever play it at the end? Did you ever play it at the end? I did. When they were like, like "Here, there's fucking everything for free." Yeah. Oh, man, do you remember how pissed Brandon got, Corey? Oh yeah, because he had spent all that money on it. Yep. <laughs> and, and, he, then, like, and it was, it was like, like, it was like the week. He was like, it was like the week. he hadn't played it forever, and he bought it. Because, because, like, he goes on these like little buying sprees where he's like, "I'm gonna buy this," and then he just buys it, and like, it was hilarious because he bought it, and then, uh, next thing you know, like, we're all playing it, and it's like, "Oh my god, all this stuff's for free!" And he's like, oh, "Fuck you guys!" He's like, "I wanted that costume." He's like, "I, I feel like he gets money. fucked in every multiplayer game." It's because he always every multi he, for one it's early adopter. That's why it's because Destiny just likes to f everyone that continues to play it. Um, so that's okay. But, uh, back to, you know, superhero games. So back to, back to Chris's comment. Let's, let's go through these. Like X-Men Legends. What a great franchise. Like it spawned Marvel Ultimate Alliance. If not for that game and Raven Studios, we wouldn't have had Ultimate Alliance, which is probably 100%. one of the best Marvel games ever made. Ultimate Alliance 2 is hands down a masterpiece. Until like, this, the- until Marvel Adventures came out. Yeah, I mean, it, it took it and made it a more robust well, uh, sorry, Ultimate Alliance. That. Once Marvel Avengers gets as many characters as Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, then it will take the title. 
Andy, what's your memories on X-Men Legends? You know, I think, uh, you know, you mentioned Ultimate Alliance. I, I don't think that those games are better than X-Men Legends. I prefer those games, hands down. Really? I just like the X-Men universe, like the focus on those characters and that world. Like, I'm more of an X-Men guy. Like, I love the cartoon in the 90s growing up. That was like, I would literally, I was, I, I recall the premiere of that show on Fox. Me too. For that day, like it was a summer day and it was me and my brother, my cousins. And we, we it was like all planned out. And we all saw it together. We were obsessed with X Men growing up. You had your you had your popcorn and your Capri yeah. Suns. No, we had um Sunny our all Sun our Disney. Sunny D our Sunny D. And now but it's all back, back when it still tasted good. By the way, Sunny D. Oh, when it had when, all the sugar, all, included? all the bad shit for you. Yeah, that's when we had it. Preservatives um, <laughs> and yeah. GMOs. Exactly. <laughs> Explains too much about me. Um, but yeah, X Men Legends. I feel way better than Ultimate Alliance. It, it, it's a preference, but still, I, I just, I just love those characters more. And he just likes his X-rated content. I do. I really do. <laughs> I have not gotten a chance to play Ultimate Alliance Three. I've heard it's an absolute masterpiece. I wouldn't call it a masterpiece. You keep throwing that not. word around. Gonna ease up on that word a little bit. Masterpiece. I've heard it, well, that's Joe, what people say that I play. <laughs> you throw it around. Like, this entire podcast with Joe talking is like walking into a museum. Joe's like, this is a masterpiece. This is a masterpiece. It's, it's, it's amazing. Um, so I remember playing X-Men Legends and being like, holy shit, like I can control all these different X-Men by pressing different, you know, buttons on the D-pad. This is really cool. Like, I want to I want to play this. And then they were like, oh, you you like X-Men Legends? Well, here's X-Men Legends, too. And I was like, oh, man, this is even better than the last one. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you like that? Well, here's a game, and it's just all Marvel people. Yeah, I get and it. I was, like, I was like, sold. Now, since you mentioned X-Men before, I do want to digress a little bit. Did you guys ever play X-Men Mutant Academy, the fighting game on PS1? Yes. Yeah, uh, it was yep. great. Well, sorry, I played it when in the arcade, and I played it when they... Did they remaster? No, it was uh, X Men versus Street Fighters is when they remastered it. Well, there's X Men versus Street Fighters, X Men Children of the Atom. There's two different fighting games. No, no, I know, but I'm just saying that the the only one they've remastered is X Men versus Street Fighters. I think Children of the Atoms got remastered on Xbox 360 and PS3, but then it got taken down like after like a year. Right, but the one I'm mentioning was never an arcade game. It was only in PS1. No, it was the PS1. Yeah. I, I know which one yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I know. I wish I could, but no. I, I, I love the X-Men. The X-Men characters in like that entire series of games um, are probably the best characters overall. Like the, the, That's why I think with Marvel Ultimate, uh, like Marvel vs. Capcom 3 that came out, um, I think that game suffered because of that. Mm-hmm. They removed like every good freaking character. They're like, oh, hey, all these characters? Yeah, no. You're not getting all the good X-Men characters. You're just going to have to be like, stuck with... Sorry. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. It's not gonna happen. Please stop. It's a negative, sir. It's a negative Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh, there was a Ghost Rider game, right? That was ass. Oh man, <laughs> we'll, we'll get we'll get to we'll get to the ass games in a little bit. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of we'll, yeah. we're, gonna, we're just gonna go down the the comments so, here. Yeah, Gabe Gabe said, uh, Spider-Man Two on the GameCube will always be my favorite. The SNES ones were great too. So let's talk quickly about those. Like, 
Maximum no. Carnage was a was I one of the best so superhero games I've ever played up to that point on the Super Nintendo. Now, do I you remember renting game? it, and I'm like, oh, this shit's on a red cartridge. Um, I'm sold. Do you prefer Maximum Carnage over Separation Anxiety? <sighs> it's, it's, t- it's all right. I think Separation Separation Anxiety is a better game. Mm-hmm. But Maximum Carnage has more nostalgia for me, which is why it edges it out slightly. Mm. Were they both in the arcades? No. I think those are just... no. no. Maximum Carnage was. Let me just look this up. You guys keep on going. I'm going to look was up. Was it? I don't, recall, I don't recall that being... Uh, you guys just keep on talking. I'll look it up. Huh. Which was also, by the way, Joe, that was a LJN game. Yep. <laughs> So don't it shit don't, don't shit on my guys. I, I funded that game by buying all their shit games as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the single reason why we finally got a good game. Uh, game also goes on to say that uh, a Doctor Strange game would be the most interesting, in my opinion, especially if they went with an open world Skyrim type gameplay. Spawn de- still deserves a good game. Uh, Gabe, if you want a good Spawn game, go buy the one for uh, Dreamcast. It's an absolute the great spawn game it's a masterpiece <laughs> now do you actually agree with that saying or no no i actually I, actually I well it's both i mean the multiplayer <laughs> in that game alone is worth yeah. the price of admission but the single player campaign is actually really good now talking about shit games you respond for ps1 <laughs> we're, we're not there yet Calm down. <laughs> so good friend of the show donnie chimed in he said dr strange would be interesting but I think he would be he would be so watered down as far as his powers go. Yeah, I can see where you're going, Donnie. Um, I can see where you're going. Uh, Colin writes in. He says Spider-Man for PS4 is hands down the best superhero game ever made. I think this was a perfect love letter to the character. And it, and it is as an amazingly fun game. Uh, just swinging around the city is so much fun in, in, of in, in itself. Uh, this might be an uncommon answer. But I would like to see a Daredevil video game. Personally, he's one of my favorite characters. And I'd like to game Daredevil. with him. What? Pretty sure they made one. A Daredevil oh, game? I want to say they made it when the movie came out. I've seen they that. didn't make a game on that shitty Ben Affleck movie, did I, they? I think they canceled it. I've seen that. I mean, it's, a bl- it's a blank screen, right? This is the black screen. <laughs> I think they were making like, it. Like, <laughs> they, just, they just blindfold you and make you play an LJN game from Nintendo. <laughs> Oh dear lord! So, so I will, I will come out and say I was wrong. Uh, Maximum Carnage, from my understanding, was not released. I can't believe Maximum Carnage was an LGN game. How? My my my, my biggest gripe with that game, Joe. I do love that game, but it is only single player, which makes no sense to me. How I you, agree. How do you have like so, a like a Streets of Rage type of format with only one player? So that's the cool thing. If you guys ever played the arcade Spider-Man game they came, which is what I remember for playing, like we talk about the beat 'em up era, was the one that was originally it was actually made by Sega. Um, and it was made just straight for arcade. And I don't know if you guys ever saw it, it is where you could play Spider-Man, Black Black the Cat, Hawkeye, or Submariner. Submariner, that's who the fuck it was. Yeah, yeah. The the back in the day when they had the what was it, the Avengers Cross Spider-Man show? Mm-hmm. For the longest time, it was uh, Spider-Man and the Avengers or whatever it was. Um, and that was a great game. So my my best friend in the world, um, Dan, writes in and he says Marvel Heroes. Oh, I was the best friend in the world. 
Dude, he's like my brother. I've known him since he was like in third oh, grade. So okay. Marvel okay. Heroes Omega was fantastic. Best, you I, Marvel... I'm your best Canadian friend, though. There you go. Okay. Stop, stop cutting me off. <laughs> Marvel Heroes Omega was fantastic. Fire. And I'd love an open world game like that, Skyrim style, for superheroes. Maybe Fantastic Four would be awesome in that setting. Mm. I mean, mm. Fantastic Four, anything mm. that's good would be good at this point, because they've been getting shit on for years. Mm-hmm. I'm looking mm-hmm. at you, Fox. You I'm know, waiting for them to come out and add them into the Marvel. I think they're going to be like, they would be sweet ass characters to have in Marvel Avengers. I think it'd be a good stepping stone to like inter- reintroduce them through through the Marvel through Marvel before they get like added in the cinematic universe. You know, a, a quick a, a quick note on that Spider-Man arcade game you mentioned, Corey. Yep, that game is responsible for one of my one of one of my life's greatest heartbreaks. Oh. Uh, I was at my local arcade slash comic book store playing that game with my brother um and i died he was playing and he was at the last boss it's like a bunch of venoms that you fight yep. like in a row and he died and he was like oh my god this is, it. this is the last boss i gotta beat the game and he had no more quarters left so i was running around to get quarters from anywhere and by the time i got back the 25 second timer was expired and we we're just like, no, we spent the whole day playing this game. And that was it. I feel like if this show was live, I'd have to throw an F, for, an, an F up for respect for that. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's I pour one out for your brother right yeah, there. He was heartbroken and I shared his pain that day. Moving on. So my friend Jordan, uh, he wrote in and said Spider-Man for PS4 and the Arkham and Arkham Knight. Um. I don't know where the fuck you're coming with Arkham Knight, Jordan, but I agree with Spider-Man. Correct. <laughs> yeah, Arkham Knight was weird. It kind of took what was, sadly, what made City good and just made it worse. You know um, who like, likes Arkham Knight, Corey? People what? who fucking like Batman versus Superman. That's the people that like Arkham Knight. This is true. It's those breed of people. <laughs> Um, cool kid Joe writes in, and he says X Men Origins Wolverine, F F and A, bro, F and A. This game is phenomenal. That was the first time you could see like him get actually damaged and regen and real. One hundred percent. Do you remember? Do you remember the level where like you find the birthday cake and you get the trophy, the happy birthday trophy? Or no, that game absolutely awesome game. I played that game like three or four times. He said the Deadpool game was also fantastic. The one that just came out for PS3 and PS and got ported to PS4. Right. He said that game is an underrated gem. I agree. Mm-hmm. He said Captain America was like a bootleg Arkham game. I 100% agree. I forgot uh, I about that fucking game. Holy shit. It's not a bad game. It wasn't. It wasn't a, out of all like the the late, the very late um uh, movie adaptation games that they the tie-in games they used to make captain america and thor were like the last two they made before they like stopped doing them and they were both phenomenal games but they literally just fell through the cracks like people like people wrote them off because okay because did you play the iron man games guys they were fucking terrible they were garbage mm-hmm. they were like vanquish if vanquish sucked ass but did you guys ever play catwoman on ps2 
Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> I rented it. I, I, I own that game. <laughs> I'm so sorry for you. Do you own a copy of Catwoman too? Because that'd be even more sad. No, I do not. Catwoman is I mean, Ninja Turtle three of like Catwoman movies. No, it's worse. I was no, I was that's the next, next mutation of fucking cat, like, Catwoman. Andy, Andy, do you have like the the angry, angry video game nerd of collection of video games over there? You got all the IGNs and <laughs> the, the uh, LGNs and fucking all that shit just sitting behind you, all shitty games. He likes the shit, uh, Rainbow. Leave him uh, alone. Yeah, don't judge me. Don't 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 don't, don't kink shame me. <laughs> So, so, so here's where Daryl chimed in, and yes, Corey, Daryl's comment was Punisher for PS2. If you didn't play it, look it up. Um, Daryl, this game was gruesome as hell, and like the death animations in it, all I can remember was like my mom was like, "Uh, you need to turn this shit off because it's too violent." And I was I like, "Correct, I got banned." And actually, like it was one of the very first PS2 con, one of the con- first console games to ever be multi-banned, other outside of Grand Theft Auto. So one of my friends, Matt, writes in and he said, I loves me some Arkham Asylum, to be honest. I played tons. Of, I played tons to unlock the Riddler's riddles and that hidden stuff. I love a video game based on Freakazoid. Oh, wow. That's a really good one. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I mean, I Freakazoid think, would be cool. There was a game for Super Nintendo, right? A Freakazoid, if I'm not mistaken. No, there was, I don't know if it, it, I don't know. Well, now we gotta look it up again. Yeah, you wanna you wanna stat check that while I keep going through these? Okay, let me just. What a friend Casey. He chimes in with a troll comment, and he says, "Does Bubsy count?" <laughs> in which, in which Donnie says it counts because Stone Cold said so. And then Casey chimes in with a "Oh hell yeah" gif, and then, and then Toby chimes in with "No, binary isn't a hero. He's a god." Oh, you know, I'm mistaken. There wasn't a Freakazoid game. There was a there was a the Tick game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the cartoon show? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good cartoon show. Yeah. So, so when I look up Freakazoid uh, game, um, the thing that comes up is there's a guy named Freakazoid who is an extremely good Counter Strike global offense player. Runs around in underwear. Freakazoid. Freakazoid. Yeah. <laughs> He definitely wears his underwear. Maybe he doesn't while he streams, but he shouldn't. That's such a good theme song. Such a good show. <laughs> that was a good show. Um, the next two comments are pretty much similar. Um, Donnie writes in. He said the latest Spider-Man game is the best superhero game. I have four times. I beat it four times so far. If done correctly, I mean developers doing all this research. I suppose to. Oh, he he like. I suppose if the developers did all the research, a Gambit game would be really good story wise. I think Gambit would be a. I think Gambit would be an interesting game, but like I said, I think the problem that we're running into now with just superhero ga- games in general is that unless it's a big character that has a lot and a lot of stuff to work with, they kind of have to go. Okay, well, we can make it a Gambit game, but we're gonna have to add other X Men in. Or I don't know about that now. I think with like no, the no, cinematic no, universe the way it is. Okay, so if the cin- okay, so let's let's the, the, the Marvel cinematic universe. Or yes. If the Marvel Cinematic Universe taught me anything, it's that you can you can shine a turd up real nice and sell it to people, and they'll be like, "Well, this this turd's worked, so let's do another turd." And you can spin a turd into gold, like you seriously can. Like if they've shown yeah. me anything, it's like they can take characters I give no shits about and like spin them in a way that I I will like, oh man, I care now. So so with I mean, that, not mind, to watch Ant Man, I, mean... I care. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, but the thing is, we 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 still have yet to see an X Men movie or that universe uh, be played out in the MCU. So once that happens, maybe. Yeah, maybe we'll-, we'll see. I mean, everything's gonna be so delayed now. But uh, Toby writes in. He also says Spider Man for PS4, and he would like to see a Nightcrawler game. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. My friend. My friend Sean writes in. He said X Men on Sega Genesis. Yeah, X Men on Sega Genesis might be the first like really good superhero game ever made. I'm not gonna lie, like also really had Nightcrawler. good. What happened? It also had Nightcrawler. It did have Nightcrawler, and he said uh, Spider Man or Spider Man for PS4. And then my last friend writes in with a troll comment that I'm friends. not gonna read on camera because no. <laughs> and then Corey, you can read the ones from the GameStop chat. Okay, so on Game Stuff Chat, uh, we had our other host, uh, Kalai. Uh, she came in and said, my favorite superhero game is the Backham- Batman Arkham Knight games. Um, and then her best superhero, favorite superhero is Superman. Um, and Ooh. then Matt Murray, Booter. Um, and then she said, uh, Matt Murray, okay, when I was five, I told my mom I wanted to marry Superman. So, you know, congrats to that. Uh, Jim, I guess you are Kalai's Superman. Um, you just gotta, maybe that could be like a a thing you guys do, like just go change in a phone booth one day and get into tights and it'll just rock her world. Um, and then we had, uh, now I don't know who, if these are double, I don't think any of these are double. No, no, did Matt write on both? No, Matt did not write on both. Because uh, Matt uh, Grinelli uh, wrote in and said, well, I normally would give uh, it to the new Spider-Man game. I'm going to have to give it to my man, Deadpool. From last gen, uh, sure the enemies were generic, but the game captured Wade's personality, humor, and the guest stars helped it out, round it all out. His weapons were fun, and the storyline was actually coherent. Uh, Matt Murray also wrote in and said, "My hands, my favorite is hands down Arkham City. Batman is the best superhero. I think Green Lantern would do well in a video game setting, uh, him or Green Arrow, uh, which would be cool as well." Uh, and then Levi Thomas wrote in and said, "Turtles in Time is my all-time favorite." Uh, then it would be the X-Men and Maximum Carnage games for Genesis. Then Marvel vs. Capcom. Uh, I really enjoyed the first Arkham game I played, and I and believe I'll enjoy the rest too. Can't wait to play Spider-Man. Uh, Steve wrote in from uh, Dual Screens, Steven Fontana. Marvel Spider-Man PS4 is the best superhero game I ever played. And then he commented on his own comment and said, Steven Fontana, I'd li- like to see... <laughs> <laughs> and Centurious game or Captain Planet, but Centurious would be dope. And then Andrew Middlemoss uh, came in and just said X Men Arcade Brawler, and then uh, took a picture of an X X Men Arcade Machine. Uh, that game was dope. That game was like that game. In all honesty, that game probably made Marvel actually ha- or like made beat 'em ups the way they were. That that put the the this is what a beat 'em up has to be for. Oh, for welcome to die. Yeah. That game was amazing. But there was a Captain Planet game for the Nintendo, which I also owned, and it was trash. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Made by El- It was not El Dan. It was not El Dan. Give it to Steve. He wants to play it. Say, Steve, I found your Captain Planet like, game. Look at this, buddy. can be on your next Retro you Game, wait, 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 game Club. Dreams do come true. Captain America. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now it's you know what you're getting like Captain Christmas. America. Yeah, you know you want to give him for Christmas can, uh, this time. Can we get to shitty games at some point? I want to discuss shitty games. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, okay, we're almost. We got like four more left. So yeah, yeah, uh, okay. Curtis uh, Curtis G. Willier Jr. said, I love Arkham City, but Arkham Knight and Spider-Man are in my backlog. Uh, Trevor uh, Rocket, uh, I'd 
I'd be interested to see an arcade game of Devilman. Uh, that technically that that's that's over to the side. Uh, Daniel Jones says Daredevil is past due for a decent gain, and then JT wrote in and said, "Joe, sorry I couldn't make it to the show." Oh, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then he went on about uh, the show. Uh, da 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 da. Uh, PMU, da, 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 da. I'll see you in two weeks uh, for the RPG episode, which is coming up. We are having our special RPG episode, which will be, if I'm correct, next week. So, uh, well, JT will be from now, but yeah. Oh, oh, two weeks from now, but JT hopefully will be a guest on that. And uh, we'd love to have Andy back on the show as well and make this just a big giant party of guests. You guys, orgy. RPG orgy. You got RPG it. <laughs> well, we're all just we're just gonna like you know it's all gonna be turn based. All right, so before we take this down the <laughs> negative slope of just shitting on superhero games till we finish this episode up, um, I want to kick it around to you guys. What what's a superhero that deserves a good superhero game? Let's let's do two questions. What's a superhero that deserves like a redemption? Like he had a shitty game in the past and he deserves a better one now. And one that's in a and one that's never had one that deserves a game. I think the for the first question, the obvious is Superman. He has never had a good game. He's not a good superhero either. So I mean, right? Listen, listen. That's that's debatable. (laughs) I mean, I I I, I, I fall under like the whole Batman Superman debate. I'm more of the Batman kind of guy because same here. Team Batman. The, the guy's a fucking detective. He's a genius, and he, he and he has no abilities. He's a regular dude. This guy loses fights, and all he's allergic to is Krypton. And also, also, Kryptonite. the reason why I love Batman the best, this is a huge tangent, but Batman has like a failsafe. If any of the Justice League go rogue, he can kill any of them. Even Superman. He has a Kryptonite just saved, just in case. If he if he goes to the deep end, he can kill just him. Shank him with some kryptonite. So uh, to that end, Superman. I think he just had so many shitty games. Superman sixty four being like, just, oh man, the Atari uh, game. games right. is a shitty everything. The Nintendo <laughs> game, the Nintendo <laughs> game. Right. There was that. Remember that death and rebirth Superman game on SNES? Like the oh my God. Superboy, the Cyborg, and other bullshit. So he's never had a good game. And he he's he, he he deserves one. I mean, listen, let love him or not, Superman is he is coming. Oh, Superman Returns was a great game for Xbox 360. Stop it! Okay. You like you like the silence there because it's untrue. It's not a factual statement. Now, in terms of someone I'd like to see get their own video game that hasn't had a game, it's tough. There's a lot of heroes out there that deserve a spot for a video game, but I think I'm going to lean more into an anti-hero kind of a game here. I think Venom should have his own game. Just him alone. Ooh. I mean, the closest you had to that was um, Ultimate Spider-Man on PS2? Right. Ish. But he played too much like Spider-Man. I want like a pure Venom game. That game was good, though. That game is really good. Great game. Hi, right, Corey. What are your picks? Who gets a redemption? So, Who gets a new game? So, redemption. I'm gonna actually move towards the. Um, I think I think the X Men need a new game. Like 
solely X-Men. I don't care what X-Men you pick. I don't care how it plays. If it's Wait. like a brawler. You, you, don't, you don't love X-Men Destiny? <laughs> no, they need every, I'm, I'm just, and you know what? Actually, you know what? Let's, let's, let's ignore X-Men. I'm going to say Fantastic Four. I think we could have a really good story-driven Fantastic Four game. And I don't think we have that. And that's where I really think that uh, it'd be neat to see that. Um, Now, a character that doesn't have a game that should get one. And I know no one's talked about this because a lot of people forget about this guy being an actual superhero and still being a comic book is Blade. I think Blade needs a game. Didn't Blade have a game? Blade had a game on PS2, PS2? maybe? PS1 or PS2. You You know what? He needs another one. Redemption. Yeah, Blade 2 was on PS2. You know, it, it's, that's a movie tie-in. It doesn't count. fucking games get made! Okay. You know what? Still, Blade... Blade. Okay, we'll see. That's that's how much the game sucked. I didn't even realize he had a game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He wiped it from existence. I mean, yeah. we've been going back 20 years here from a developer called the Mucky Foot Productions, so... Monkey foot productions. Monkey. Monkey. Oh, monkey. M e c k y. Monkey. So good lord. More like shitty foot productions. <laughs> good lord. That's ridiculous. All right. So who redu- who who should get redemption? Um. All right. Since we can go any comic book here, I'm I'm going with my boys, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, yeah, yeah. How, how did we guess that? We need oh a redemption God. game. What a shocker on this one. A new beat-em-up, and I'm telling you, Dot .m is the one who should make it. Oh my God, give it to them now. They did an amazing job on Streets of Rage 4. Just give them this game, and just have them make a new Turtles beat-em-up. And that's all I want. Or... Give turtles to the people that make Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and I want a Marvel Ultimate Alliance Turtles game where you can unlock different characters in the Turtles universe, and I would base it on the '80s cartoon, the whole game. You get the frogs in there. What were the frogs called again? Oh God, um, <laughs> Napoleon. Uh, well, I know, but did they have a whole group yeah. name? I remember Napoleon Bonafrog was one of them. He was like Bonafrog. Yeah. yeah, they were the musk. The were they the? Wow, I can't remember. I don't know the answer to this. This is sad. <laughs> sad, sad oh. day. All right, so you're redeeming the turtles. They've had some yeah. great games and also some not great games. Well, I mean, we could talk real quick. I mean, yeah, they had phenomenal games on the Nintendo, mm-hmm. great games on the Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. and then it, they just died for like 20 years and just never had another game for a long time. Like, well, we're talking years. There was had, no they PS1. Had, uh, they had those PS- no, PS, no PS2 game. They had PS2 games based on the on the, on the new Fox yeah, cartoon. games based on the 2001 series, yeah, right. the end of the life cycle. And don't you recall they had that uh, Smash Brothers clone? That was on the PS2, but that was a rare PS2 game. I had it on the GameCube. I have it right behind me. It's on my yeah. shelf. <laughs> yep, mashup. I have that game. Or smash up. Smash or, up. Yeah, mean to show smash up. I yeah. have that game. That's that game is rare as shit. It's worth worth the. It's probably not worth anything because it's a piece of shit. All and right. So... And they put rabbits in it, and they said it's a. They said it's a. A um a legacy game that encapsulates the whole legacy of the Ninja Turtles. What do you mean the shitty legacy from the fucking CG movie? Because that's all that's in there. Get right, out of here with that bullshit. All right, so that's your redemption. Who's your Who's your pick for a brand new game? I never Umbrella had... Academy. Really interesting. Yes. 
I think the I Umbrella guess. Academy deserves video game now. And I think I would I would give it to I I would give it to Crystal Dynamics. Did you just see what they, did you just watch the Netflix series back to back the first two seasons? <laughs> did I? Yes, I did. I've never watched them. Yeah, and I just I'm I'm just I'm I'm dude. I'm in love with those characters, and I want more. And now I want to go out and read all the comics too. Oh, the comics are really good. The yeah, well, Gerard. I mean, Gerard did them, so I'm not surprised. No wonder why he doesn't want to fucking bring my comic romance back. He's too busy making good comic books. <laughs> Stupid fangirls. That's a good. It, it, the thing is, is it's really good comics. It's it, it's the thing I like about the show compared to the the comics too. Is it's it's very interesting on how uh, they change the dynamic of it. Like the comic is different. It's it's the same, but also different at the same time. But they were able to take something that was already a, a world and stuff like that and make it something their own, which was really neat. Team Klaus, Team Klaus, all the way. Mm. I agree. So, are we talking about shitty games now, or are we gonna? Oh, let the, I mean, let, we, we could. I mean, Andy's, Andy's been holding back over there. There's just so. so much, so much trash. Like, like when when you talk about redemption titles, and I th- I think Silver Surfer had got done bad <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> hey, you know what the problem with Silver Surfer is? It's not a bad game. It's just poorly designed. It's actually a really good game. If you like sit and play it long enough, you can get good enough to beat like a few levels. Like, but I think like the coolest thing I've ever watched on TV on like YouTube is watching Mike Matei beat Silver Surfer like legitly. Like it was insane. Because you have to be so good at that game. Because if you hit like any sides of the walls or anything like that, you oh, die instantly. You're fucking dead. It, and the margin for error in that game is like none. Like you have to be I like. Think, I just think the Super Silver Surfer needs a redemption in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, who would you who would you let design a Silver Surfer game, Andy? Hmm, that is a interesting. I guess it depends on what kind of what kind of Silver Surfer. Are we just gonna have like a, a like a shooter one, like one of the old classic, like you know, sits to the bottom of the bullet hell game? Yeah, who did uh, the last Gradius game or our type of those guys doing another Silver Surfer? There you go. Just just oh, you guys have a ship going in this one. Just put Silver Surfer instead. Done. I don't know. I'm trying to think how that would work from a gameplay perspective. Is it like you know what? Is it half a third person action game? Then another like half is like you're on the board. How about this? Silver Surfer, made by I can't the the name's escaping me, but the guys that made No Man's Sky. Oh, hmm. and have it more of like because you got to remember his whole purpose in life is to like go explore planets and then like get things to have buddy eat them right so that's where for him it could be him going to planets and like exploring the planets and like finding rare resources and like just exploring the and like killing monsters if you had to but like nice more of an explorer kind of game maybe. i would give it to sakurai and i would let him do like a silver surfer like kirby's air ride like kind of game <laughs> that would be dope you know, <laughs> you know what i didn't <laughs> it would be you know what you know what just, just popped in my head and would be super cool. Giving the X-Men a mature rated game made by Hideo uh, Kojima. 
Hideo Kojima. Oh my god. Would it be like the X-Men walking with packages on their back for like 40 oh, hours? No, you get out of here with your fucking... You know, Joe... Joe you never played the game. You you play the game and then you tell me about walking some of the other. Joe, played it I've been on this podcast now twice and both times you, you have to shit on that. Oh, what a true masterpiece is, by the way. Like, <laughs> like if you play the game, you'll understand... I played it, Corey. I, th- I found it boring. Yeah, but did hard. you play it after... And did you play it after it got updated? No, but I don't think most people have. Have you? Did you? How long did you play it for? Good, like four hours. I, I I tried it out. Enough. Yes, enough. Not for enough. me. Oh, you don't think it's enough? Well, I mean, that's. No, I mean, we can talk about it in another episode. Do you, you guys want to? <laughs> do you guys want to keep going down this redemption path and pick some more superheroes that we think need redemption games? Well, I think this is an well, interesting topic I, here. I, I do want to talk about more shooting games because the more keep coming to mind now as I'm thinking about them. Oh hell yeah, there's that's tons. Because you you guys, that's because you own. That's because you own most of Nemesis. I was just gonna say Rise of the Imperfects. <laughs> The game was fucking awful. Do you remember how hype it was, Andy? No, that game had some some cool things ass about it. Nah. Ass. I, that shit was fucking cold diarrhea. I got it. Okay, I only I got it for free. So I, didn't have to, I didn't have to. I mean, just think about it, though, guys. We got three new supervillains in it that never came to be because they were ass. Like the game. The game was okay. The coolest thing in that game is Spider Man was in it. That's it. Yeah. I know, I loved him. He was the only good character that I actually played properly, too, for most of the time. He's the only reason I bought it. <laughs> I didn't I didn't need to buy it. So, my uncle worked on the PSP version, so he got the other version for free, and I'm like... Oh, oh that's right. Which the PSP is supposed to be the supposed, supposed to be good and actually superior, but I, I can mean, blame Canada for that piece of dog shit. Mm-hmm. You know what? Canada EA makes most ge- all their games are made in freaking Canada. Most video game companies in general right now make their games like. I'll stop you this. this hill. You're gonna die on this hill every podcast. I'm gonna die up on this hill, just like you know. It, the problem is, is that it, the worst part is, is that it's like uh, it's always uh, the company when the Canadian version company of it makes it. It, or the Australian version of it always comes out terrible, and the problem is, is because usually that's the secondary branch. So it's like, it's like Ubisoft Montreal, like that's a great studio. But I mean, like, Australia yeah. doesn't serve good games because they, and either does Europe because they plastered those fucking Peggy rating things on their boxes, and it looks so absolutely ob- ob- obnoxious and gross. It like ruins the entire box art on the game. So Andy, back to your shitty games, Batman Dark Tomorrow. <laughs> wow! The only yeah, you dug deep for that one. The only Xbox exclusive Batman game that ever existed, and I recall punching giant rats in that game. I think was a. It's thing. still not the shittiest Batman game though. Did you ever play Batman Forever on the Super Nintendo? Uh, have you played that game on the Game Gear? Where's Mortal Kombat <laughs> control? There's Mortal Kombat controls in a Batman game. So you literally did uppercuts to attack people. No, I will see your forever on the SNES and put it and on the jump game was gear. up. It, it's <laughs> so no, Andy. I just gotta ask: Did you do you still own a copy of uh, the Xbox Batman? Every game that I've mentioned here today that I've shat on. Or loved, I own a copy of. I feel sorry yeah, like for I you. Said, 
This is just his like he has a he has a hidden closet where this I think graveyard of shit. No, game. So I got I got everyone to see. No, do you have like a do you have a, a whip just sitting beside it when you're just like after you like look at the games you're like I have sinned. Yeah, I have sinned. Forgive me. Yeah, I just have a little knife to, to do some some cutting. <laughs> it's like I have scars for each bad game that I own. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, listen, I used to work for a mom and pop video game store. So whatever came in, I was like, I'm just going to get it. So shitty or not, I still own these games because they were right fucking there to play. And, uh, yeah, they're just part of this part of my life. (laughs) Yeah, I worked for, um, play and trade and they paid me in games. Like she didn't pay me in money. She paid me in games. So every time I got paid, I get to pick like two or like four or five God, things off the shelf. And she'd be like, here you go. That's that's like oh. slave that's like slave labor. I'll pay you in games. <laughs> hey man. As a, as a young kid, I already had another full time job, Andy. That was my part time job. Oh well, if you had money other ways then. Oh the yeah. Way. So yeah. I was like, fuck the system, I'm getting free games. Right. She was like, Oh, I don't have to pay you like like ta- I don't say take taxes out or anything. I'm paying you under the table in games. Oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty cool experience. Um, what's another shitty superhero game? There's I mean, so many. there's so many. Any game, any superhero game that was pretty much made for the Nintendo 64. I mean, everything made for the Nintendo 64 is shitty, except for like the seven good games. No, there was more than that. Come on. That's a little bit harsh. There's, there's a lot of the good stuff on the N64. There's nine, Joe. Nine. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. If you type in, oh, oh Spawn Eternal. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, we mentioned that before. I actually kind of like that game <laughs> for the PS1. <laughs> Spawn Eternal but is it, awful, it's dude. More of a, it's more of a guilty pleasure than anything else. That's why I enjoy it so much. I, I like things that are bad for me. Like this podcast. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Oh my god, do you remember Watchmen? The end is nigh, and how shitty that oh game was. God. <laughs> that game, it was just like playing. It was like watching the movie, just two hours. It was a good platinum. That that's <laughs> it was a good platinum. It was a platinum. That, <laughs> that, that that's flatty for you. Yeah. Oh, I got another really good super superhero game. Just to change p- pace real quick that I remember. Oh, sure. Do you remember the Incredible Hulk on Xbox 360? Okay, that is... Yeah. It, like, took what Spider-Man, like, 3 did, and then it just added the Hulk, and it was like, yeah, we're just gonna fuck shit up and, like, break buildings down, and... You know, oh, it, so good. In a way, I wish that the Hulk in the Marvel Avengers game, I wish he controlled, like, the PS2 game. Like the level of what he could do, like the 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 jumping from buildings and his abilities, he had a really in depth like skill tree in that game, from what I recall. Oh, here's uh, another shit tastic one I found while searching <laughs> online for shittiest superhero video games: X Men Destiny. I mentioned it before. <laughs> Man, that game sucks. You can make your own X Men. Oh yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, really? No, no, you couldn't. It was like what five or six abilities you could choose from. Yeah, it was very, it was very it was uh, super limited. Very, yeah, super limited. <laughs> Man, hey, 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 hey! 
Someone put on lamest games, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the Nintendo. That game is a classic, or for the Nintendo Entertainment System. That game is a classic, and it's misunderstood. I think it's a bad rap. I think people yeah. think of that game as only the fucking dam part, the water dam. And they can't. It's not even a hard level. Get, get over your shittiness in video games. They just can't look past it. Yeah, if you're that shitty, I think it's because please. we also play, all of us played it when we were five. And at that point in time, that game was hard <laughs> as shit for being five. No, it wasn't, though. The dam level was always easy. Joe, you 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 can't tell me you were sitting there like, oh yeah, beat Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, didn't even lose, lose a signal single turtle, and friggin' at the age of five. Yes, I did in the damn level. Yeah, I did. Cause you know what happened back in the day? You got fucking good because it was try hard, bro. You were like, I only got one game because these shits cost like seventy dollars, so I gotta play this until I beat it. So I, I sat in front of my little CRT TV. With the, the little genie. channel, I had to change it to number three so I could play my <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> and I was I'm like, I'm here all day. I'm here all day. I got to go get my Nintendo Power guide and look this up and get those guides up. I had to call the Nintendo hotline if I wanted tips back then, Corey. Go with the program. I used to write to Nintendo um, Power. <laughs> did you do it? Did you, really? you also hook it? Did you also hook Dude. up to your. Sega channel? Joe, I have a letter I got from Nintendo Power because I couldn't beat Castlevania 2 when I was a kid. You need to get the power. Nintendo Power, motherfucker. I was like, hey guys, I'm stuck playing this game. I don't know what to do. And then I drew a picture of um, Psylocke and I gave it to them as well. And Chloe, here's some artwork. <laughs> and I have the letter still to this day. So any, did anyone play, did anyone actually in this in this conversation play Superman 64? I have it. I own it. I never bought it. I had a bunch of friends who bought it. And all I hear is I played it. So I know it's a piece of shit like game where like you really can't even beat the first level. It's so bad. It's you have to go through this, these fucking rings over and over again. It's just so dumb. And if you make like one mistake, you yeah, can't. Be- yeah. The absolute worst. Oh, man. Now I just want to play a superhero game. So oh, all right. it's almost uh, like we want to end this podcast. Right now. Well, uh, on, on that on that note, there's no way for us, asshole. All right, so I'm gonna, finish I'm gonna up with, with some funness. All right. Oh, okay. So, what is everyone's favorite superhero game, and what's the best one of all time? Oh my god! I mean, didn't we already, Andy, you can go first. I have one answer for both, and it's just Spider Man for PS One. Sorry. I was gonna say Spider-Man right. PS4. For no, both, but, listen, you know. the PS4 game was great. The ending kind of got me a little bit emotional with the acting from Spider-Man. Oh yeah, it was so well done. Oh, and man. Doc, I was like a little bit, fuck, why am I crying now? Well, you know, I, I that whole like anything that has like a father-son dynamic always gets me. <laughs> you know, but that aside, the PS1 game Spider-Man is. You will laugh out loud playing that game. It has the best depiction of Venom ever in a video game. The, the things this guy says in this game will crack you up. And it also has, I want to add, one of the best last boss fights. Oh, yeah. Any hero game. I mean, I, I think if not for that game, Andy, there would be no Spider-Man PS2 or Spider-Man PS3. Because yeah. if that fails, they're not making any more Spider-Man mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. 
Do you remember Spider-Man 2, Enter Electro? I had that too. You remember how shitty it was compared to the first one? Yes, that's why I didn't mention it. <laughs> oh man, that's a redemption story. Maybe they can remaster it and make it good. Actually, they, they would probably give it to the same people who made Bikini Bottom and they would fuck it up. Aw, <laughs> uh, yeah, was it that bad? It's just not as good as I remember. I feel like the nostalgia goggles for that game were hard, and I feel like Flying Dutchman is the better SpongeBob game, yeah. and people just don't give it as much credit as Bikini Bottom. All right, Corey, what's your pick? What's your favorite, and what's the best? Spider-Man PS4 for both. Oh my god, Spider-Man getting all the love today. Spider-Man is like... No, because Spider-Man has got all the love. The thing is, I've never seen... like. You look at every other game, it's the same idea as like Batman Arkham. Until he got into Rocksteady's hands, he was a little rough around the edges for for most of his games. Like they were good, but they weren't great. And I think with Spider-Man, I I don't know what it is, but like every company that gets a hold of him is just able to be like, like they just put love into it. And I think it's because Spider-Man is just as a superhero, he's the superhero everyone knows he's a superhero that everyone gets his powers aren't like super uber crazy so like figuring out his combat and things like that aren't like too crazy hard it's very easy to make a fluent combat system um that's also where some of the problems come in some of his older games uh but i think he's just it's it everybody knows it everybody likes it so i think it's just so easy to make a good spider-man game at the exact same time it's just if you do it right, it's just really good. So, yeah. All right. So favorite. It's Spider-Man for PS4. Um, You guys have mentioned a lot of high points for that game. And he's my favorite superhero of all time. And the game really took what embodies Spider-Man and put it into a game like we've never seen it before. And. I just can't say enough good things about the game. Like I literally cried tears when I played it for the first time. And it's like a knee jerk reaction I get whenever I have like that super nostalgic rush. It's kind of the same feeling I got when I first saw. Do you guys remember what it was like to first see Spider-Man on the big screen when you saw the first Spider-Man movie? Mm -hmm. Like it was was like Spider-Man in a real movie. Real. Yeah. It was unreal. And then he what? shot webs out of his hand and I was like, what the shit yeah. is this? Yeah, I'm like, like I'm like, you know what? I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you. <laughs> but don't be playing that shit on me. Exactly. Don't. It's like when I marked out, like when I was watching Transformers, like the first Michael Bay one and like um, and Blackout Transforms, uh, the helicopter transforms at the beginning of the movie, like the first Transformer to transform. And I was like, this is fucking amazing. It's actual Transformers on a big screen. Like in not like CG, but like real looking robots. Like it's like everything I dreamed of watching G1 Transformers as a Wii one or like. So it's like that is everything I am. I ever envisioned could be possible in a Spider-Man game. But like, like put to like level 11, like revved up. And I can't wait to see what they're going to do with the sequel. I really can't. And I, I can't wait to play Miles Morales. Like, I think that's going to be amazing, too. I, I can't wait for it because I think. A lot of people and and comic book wise, people need to read the ultimate Spider-Man storyline. What an amazing! It's it's one of the. In all honesty, I I love Peter Parker, but Miles Morales's Ultimate Spider-Man run is probably one of the best Spider-Man runs they've ever done. The whole run is good, even the Peter Parker run before that. 
but that's what I'm saying. But that but that run is good. Like that 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 storyline they had is just good. Like I thought going into a new Spider-Man, I would be disappointed. Me too. But watching reading that run, that run is amazing. Like a lot of people um don't give that credit because they're like, well, it's not Peter Parker. Um, if you read the comic, you, you figure shit sh- sh- out. Um, you know, I mean, that Ultimates Universe is the reason why they have a Marvel Cinematic Universe in the first place. Yep. If not, and also that's also why we got off. the best Spider-Man movie ever out. Isn't that, isn't that also where we get our Nick Fury from that universe as well? That depiction Correct. of him. Yeah, that's where the wise ass crack in Nick Fury comes yep. from. He comes from Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So best yeah. of all time. See, this one's going to be a shocker because it's not Spider-Man for PS4. <laughs> it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Is it a Spider-Man no. game at all? It's not a Is Spider-Man it, game. It's it a, a Teenage Mutant game. Ninja Turtle game. It's going Batman. It's Batman Arkham Asylum. And here's why. Okay, okay. Arkham Asylum is one of the best comic book game adaptations I've ever seen in my life. And you have the two best people to play Joker and Batman that have ever graced God's Green Earth to voice those two characters and make that game just... just In that game, quote me if I'm wrong, Andy, that game's an actual masterpiece of storytelling gameplay it all works it all it makes a perfect package the only and the only place for that game lost me is the last boss because it's so over the top over yeah. zany yeah it's but so... i think that's how he would be right you okay, know like be, listen listen he I, doesn't I, stand like, a chance as regular joker like i understand the Spoiler alert i understand the motivation behind it but it's so very not what the joker is about brute force and strength it's not his game it's not yeah. his mo at all so and I feel like he's failed so many times. Right. It's like it here. <laughs> here, I'm going to I'm going to say, let me let me rephrase. If I had to, to let if we actually looked at it, I think if you combined both Arkham Asylum and City together as technically one game, because it's the same storyline. If that one game that was counted as one game, that would probably be the best superhero game out. If you counted both of them together, because uh, Arkham City fixed a lot of the flaws that Arkham Asylum had. And it made Joker was a lot better of a villain in Arkham mm-hmm. City than he was. I, I just and I had just a clay don't... face. That was the best part. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, this Scarecrow levels in the first game oh, and, yeah. and Arkham Asylum were absolutely phenomenal and well done. Like in the scope and scale of them, great. And the scenes where like you're in like the back alley where his parents get murdered, that that scene those scenes are fucking insane. And it looks so good on the remastered version on PS4. I was like, oh man, this looks even better. Which is why I feel like Arkham Knight just doesn't... doesn't, doesn't it doesn't it, equal it, the other it, two. It, it no, 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 no Arkham needs a redemption. <laughs> in, all honesty, in all honesty, Origins, I think, is almost... I, I, would just, I enjoyed Origins more than I, I'm enjoying Arkham Knight. I'm really mad that it didn't get remastered because they didn't have... Because it's not made by Rocksteady. It's okay. We're gonna get Suicide Squad now. Yay! Yeah, and I think that looks good. I think looking forward, I think the like to close this all and put a bun on this episode. Like, mm-hmm. I think the future looks bright for superhero video games. I think they're here to stay. I think superhero video games are like the new movie adaptation games or the tie-in games. Like, it's the only thing you're gonna get tie-in games for movie-wise is superhero games. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Everything else, you're not seeing a like a. A date night movie or a, a 
a night class or a night school with Kevin Hart. That's not getting a tie in game. Right. Well, not a tie in, but just like more of them to sort of go hand in hand with like a theatrical release. Like, well, I mean, Avengers, Avengers was, right. It's its own thing. Avengers was supposed to come out when Endgame came out. True. No, that's and true. Came, and delayed, and delayed and delayed and delayed. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> I mean, that's probably why it looks so dated now, though, because because it was made eons ago. All right. Like Thanos was still trying to get stones at that point. <laughs> like that game was that game was gonna come out. Thanos only had like two stones. <laughs> that motherfucker didn't even go to like uh Valerum to get the soul stone yet. <laughs> that wasn't even a glimmer in his eye yet. Yeah, you guys right, you well, gonna bring this beautiful thing home? Yeah, yeah, Let's we're gonna we're gonna en- we're gonna end it right there because I mean, as we continue to talk about this, I mean, we all just want to go back to Marvel Avengers. And like we're I said, two hours too. Um, yeah, we're going to do a pass or play on it. Uh, keep you guys updated so you guys can see uh, some video clips. If you watch the Twitch version or the YouTube version of it, or you can hear us talk about it. If you just go and do the podcast, which you can find those uh, just to let you know everything, our Twitch and our um, Facebook and our youtube is all game stuff cast um if you actually want us to find us really easy on facebook uh it's just at game stuff cast and you find us right away and you can find our twitter being the same thing so now we're all the same thing so it's super easy to find us um with that in mind uh we just wanted to give a shout out to our host uh proven gamer uh you can go visit his patreon as well at proven uh patreon.com slash proven gamer uh, also with that, uh, we do have our sponsor, which is Amazon. Uh, when you guys go do see Proven Gamer uh, website, uh, just click on the Amazon link, buy your stuff like normal. It helps out the site, as well as we are also sponsored by Humble Bumble, uh, which is the exact same thing. Uh, don't forget to support Extra Life. It's a, a charity for kids that we do all the time. Uh, you can also do find that there. Uh, don't forget, uh, we have to thank Isaac Sago uh, for uh, giving us our great logo that has continued to follow us through these three years, um, as well as uh, the, our intro song that is by the band Take Away the Ugly. Um, this song is called Don't Panic. Uh, you can find them on Bandcamp as well. Um, and don't forget to listen to uh, the other shows on this network, uh, Trophy Horse and sometimes PG Spoilers, but more times uh, Pass or Play and uh, some other shows that we're coming up with. Uh, Cheap. And... Uh, Andy, where you can, can they find, find you? me. <laughs> Jesus, good God, Joe! Let me. I, yeah, I everyone can there. find me. Yeah, everyone can find me at the Grounded Gamer. No E double D. Uh, Joe, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Mister TMNT eighty four. That's uh, capital M lowercase R, uh, capital T M N T eighty four. That's on Twitter and the PlayStation Network. And Andy, where can they find you now that Joe didn't want to introduce you this time? <laughs> well, everyone can find me on Twitter at, at @pantsguy. Uh, just bitching about things and talking about my love for penises and pixels. Uh, you can find my podcast at NDS Podcast, dual screens uh, all over the your podcast service of choice, and also on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash dual screens TV. Okay, and like we always say, guys, we'll see you on the next episode of Game Stuff. Check you later, guys. Wakanda forever, baby. Wakanda forever, bitches.